Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm looking at the fucking how nutritious white claws are. Great for you. But, like, fucking... I love white claws and shit because, like, I can literally drink, like, 12 of those and not feel hungover the next day. It's, like, the greatest thing in the world. I can't. You can't? No. Like, liquor will fuck me up. Yeah, liquor fucks me up, too. I start, I'm recently... Well, I've broken my streak, like, over and over again. But I'm trying to stop drinking trying to stop drinking liquor yeah i get bad heartburn yeah yeah bro. i love me I some dark liquor bro <laughs> <laughs> i'm not a, i'm not a beer guy though beer is kind of fucking yeah only when it's like somebody's birthday and we'll run in shotguns like if i'm drinking beer and shit like it's because i'm trying to get drunk like i'm not drinking beer willingly you know what i mean just yeah. willy-nilly out here go drinking beer fucking I'm out here drinking beer because I'm trying to get fucked up. But we're out here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. We got Moisey. We're here at uh, we're here at Mamarati's house. <laughs> we got <laughs> with we got Mr. Dirty Butt in the building. Mm-hmm. Mr. Dirty Butt. Hola. Fuck it. But I didn't know till today that I need a burger on a pita more often in my life. Because I have never, never fucking had that shit before. Grew up on that. Grew up on that shit. New Peter Burgers, bro. I had a feeling you wasn't gonna, like, know anything about it. Nah, knew nothing about this. Boston, but it's gotta be some, like, North Carolina shit. I, I don't know where Shomar is out. Like, is like a chain? I swear either. I've seen, like, no a few clue. Around Charlotte. No clue. I don't think I've ever been to Shomar's with, like, any of my family members, but just Mozzie down the street. It's like just been the place that's right there forever. That's why we go there. But shit, we're off. You guys come. You're coming off the American Wasteland tour. Was that the Was that the second leg of the tour? Technically third. Yeah. Yeah. We did the Texas, and then, and then we did. They did like an upper skate California part, and then there was like the whole cross country side, like the twenty shows, and then there was just like the southeast area. I have this problem where every time we go on tour, I forget everything that happens, like, days after. And I'd be like, where'd you just come from? And I'm like, I don't even know. I don't even know where I just was. Oh, God. Some, half of the cities were like, I don't know. You go to the big cities, and it's, like, super fun. And it's even more fun, like, getting done with the show and going out. Yeah. Up, getting into bullshit. Sometimes you go to a city, it's like... You get close, close to the microphone. I'm sorry, I'm gonna say this is not a city I would ever ever live in. Man, there's a lot of cities I would never live in out here. Like with the tour shit though, I like I get what you mean. Like you don't even know like time like time is no concept to you. You know what I mean? You're just in a different city every night and it's just kinda like I don't know, like time traveling I guess. (laughs) When you're in a van, you don't sleep that much, are you? Even if you don't sleep the night before, you're going to eventually just crash, bro. Like, and it might be at whatever time. You might be just asleep in, in the morning when everybody's up. What happened to, what happened to you? You was you wasn't on the third leg of the tour. I was I, I got the Greensboro. I, I broke my toes and got from, bro. Yeah, I forgot what happened to you. I was just telling people that, like, you just didn't come. Yeah, I was I like, broke my toes, bro. I actually really wanted to come. And Miyagi was going to buy me a ticket, but he got a boot on his car. I was going to come regardless and just try to... Damn. Like, I personally didn't buy myself a ticket because my toes were like... They're, they're better now. I guess they're still broken, but 
they, they don't like hurt. How did, how did that happen? Um, I decided to not perform on the stage, so I did my whole entire set. I just kind of like split the whole thing like down the middle, made like a little U shape. And the yeah. stage was behind me. I guess we were like moshing and I like kicked the fuck out of the stage or something. I kicked something and my toes went boom like that mm. straight up. My big toe and my middle toe. I was like, ah! how, bad, how bad did that shit hurt? It hurt, bro. God damn. Can you walk I mean, after I that? I was really, really drunk. So I just kind of like dealt with it all night. I woke up the next morning like, yeah, there's something wrong. Yeah. Because like I, I didn't take care of it for like the first couple of days too. I went to another show a couple of days ago that... LA punk show, mm-hmm. Dead City Punk. That shit was crazy. Outdoors, helicopters coming around. There's a fire in the middle of the pit. So I was like, I always miss those go shows. To something like that and not misbehave. So. Misbehavior seems to be a a, a tour <laughs> theme over here. <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, you not guys, really. you guys read the read the Bible every night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Pray, good, holy Christian. We're good boys. Shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Help out help out the homeless. Feed, feed the children. <laughs> no, chill out. <laughs> I really do want to start doing stuff like that, though. Yeah, we should be. We live in L.A., bro. There's the homeless out there is, like, unreal. Ridiculous. We really should start helping the homeless. It's like... Not even for anybody, it'll be like, oh, yeah, finally, you're... Like, just was like, why haven't I been doing that? My mom does that shit all the time. Yeah? She goes to the shelter. I know she doesn't yeah. have much anymore. We used to go with her. We used to have to go with her. She would, she'd bring us after church. We would go serve homeless people who were in the shelter all day long. Oh, shit. But it wasn't every Sunday, but it was like once or twice a month. For like Rare. Yeah. On a good Sunday. But how, how was this tour overall compared to the previous? It was way better. It was the best ex- experience than that, like, that we've ever had. Like, especially like performance-wise and like... Like, we've been doing this for so long, and it's like, even when we were in a group, we had our own, indiv- we always have had indiv- our own individuality, and it's kind of just, like, blossoming now, and it's like seeing us, like, doing it, but, like... Yeah, I understand, have, like, I understand what you mean now, like, this new, this recent tour was something very different very and different. new Did to you us. you see Atlanta? How many people were there? Well, not only that, but as indifferent to being... Dirty butt and just being Maserat. Yeah. Not even Mozzie would have pushed her. Like Maserat, not Maserat Dirty Butt. Not Maserat knock his next door. You know, you know what I mean? Maserat and Dirty Free Butt. God. As a man. As a god. Now, um, but this tour overall, so how would you say this was different from like when you guys were with Kids Next Door? We were, I mean like. Because I know uh, you guys were. Other, when we were with Kids Next Door, we did that tour, right? And then after that, we went on skate tours. We went on little mini shows. We just always been traveling. We stayed traveling all the time. Like, we went to Denver a bunch of times. We fucking loved it. I fucking love Denver, bro. Shouts out to Denver. I'm going to say that. We go to Texas. Shouts out to um, Emotional Zen. And me and Mozzie, we be in Miami here and there. I'll be in Florida, like, almost, like, 10 times a year. Shout out New York. What are some of your favorite places to hit so far? My favorite place on tour for just the whole entire show from the second because Axel opened and the second Axel came out, yeah, like bouncing around and it, it, it went from like a party to like you said. What's your favorite thing yeah, on like tour? What was, what was your favorite like stop? Favorite. Stop. Like, crowd wise, crowd wise, like your tour stop. Obviously, Detroit. Uh, no, where's Eminem oh, Detroit, from? Detroit was huh? Is that Eminem? 
Bruh, Detroit supporters, bruh. Man, they're so, they're, they were like tapped in. They felt like, it, they made me really like, felt like I jumped in time. Oh, they made me feel like I jumped in time and like was way bigger than I was, you know? Yeah. I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain it, but they were showing mad love. Like, it's cool to go to some of these places and they recognize us, but like maybe they hadn't have seen us in like a year or so, and they're like, Whoa. yeah. It was like it was like equal. It was like half of the people knew who we were and half of the people didn't know who we what, were. What's so? What's that like for you? Because years ago, like you guys were just only known in Charlotte. It's easy, you I mean. know what I mean. But like, how is it? How is it now? Like when you go to these shows, you said like half people know who you are, half of you don't. Like, it's easy, bro. Interaction like? It's easy. You just talk to them like you would talk to your yeah, mom. Social, like, you talk to them person. just like you're going to talk to your family, just like you're going to talk to your little brother, your older brother, your auntie, your grandpa, or your best friend, or you just like in school. Because I don't treat nobody different. Like if you got a good vibe, then I'm vibing. There's no need for me to like ignore a supporter. You know, at a time you shouldn't do it. You know, but I mean, this man NASCAR, he don't make them pay for no meet and greets. Not at all. This nigga talks to every single last How long, he, person who comes to a show. We was out there for out. hours at yeah, the Greensboro show. Walk outside and be like, I'm right here. You sat, you sat there and watched it for the whole entire time. I watched all those people, bro. Every single one of them. That's important. In the cold, but like he don't care about the cold. He don't get cold. Like he, I mean, he really like he'll just walk out there and be like, "Yo, I'm right here. I want to see you guys." But like we'll make sure like they know what's going on. Like the whole entire show. Like yo, after this show, meet us over there. Yeah, a lot of a lot of the cities they wanted to take a percentage from our merch and shit, so we would just set shit up like out like in New York. We set all our shit up outside, right outside the van, and everybody just swarmed the van. That night was fire. There was like 200 people on the side of the side, because a lot of people left. But like, there was at least 200 people left, like on the side of the sidewalk, like up, up close. The police weren't saying nothing neither. They didn't give a fuck. The police were on the corner, like, what can we do? But um, little story. Apollo hit me up for cover art, and he was like. Nah, bro, I want to pull up on you. Let's smoke weed. And he pulled up here. And then the very beginnings was just me, Mozzie, and Apollo. So Apollo, who you cover, that means he's definitely going to probably drop soon. Oh, yeah. Or oh, yeah. That was like the first Not day. soon. Who knows? Who knows if he's dropping soon, soon. But he's that nigga it. Apollo was the person who recorded more than everyone in the house. Mm-hmm. This nigga got 10 albums. And he'd be dropping like little, he'd be dropping like little EPs. So who knows how many fucking projects he got? What? Apollo has stated he has not quit music. After you guys found out the news uh, with what happened with Kaka, how did you guys? What was it like after that? You guys were obviously all still in the same house. What was it like initiating that conversation or coming up? With that. He was very manipulative and tried his best to portray that it wasn't what it was. But it was it, he just, you know, he kept yeah. digging himself deeper, and no one believed him after that. And he just, you know, was, we did what it, we had to it do. Was sad for me, bro. It was that's very sad. My, my best friend, bro. Mm-hmm. So like, just, I don't know. 
and I, you know, we shared the same room. He even helped me like clean my room up and everything. And I was just like, like saying bye to him was like, damn, bro. Yeah. Ah, damn. You know. It's overall, you know, it's a learning experience. Yeah, exactly. And we were so respectful to be very like nice about it, like. We could have put our hands on him. We could have jumped him. We could have fucking killed that man. But, like, we did not do anything. We didn't touch him. We just told him he has to leave as soon as possible. And we all just, it was very awkward after that because, you know, telling, we're not going to kick him off in the street, you know. We're not evil people, even though he's done evil things. What the fuck? Like, what are we going to do? Like, be evil with him? Like, nah. We're just gonna wait till he gets out. Mm-hmm. He got out, and even after then, that air was so bad in the house. We left that whole house. Yeah, oh, so that was a whole new crib. Did you come and see our new house? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that's the only no. house I've seen. No. No, you did when we went and got tacos. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's our new house. The the duplex. Word. That crib is nice, bro. We live in the best crib we've ever lived in in L.A. We both got our own rooms, our own bathrooms. All the homies live there. We got, like, a nine-car driveway, a garage that Nando lives in and loves. Bro, right now, like, after, before the past two years, like, at this point, finally, in L.A., it's nice, bro. It's, it's kind of nice. Now, how would you say something like that affects you as a person? Because you guys are kind of, you know... From where you guys came from, you're on top of the world. You know what I mean. Mm. You're feeling great, everything's going great, and all of a sudden, Shibakaka happens, and then Apollo leaves. What is that? What is that like for you? How does that change you as a person? It like changes. World, it changes. Like again. emotionally, of course. It changes. Yeah, it it made, it made me work a lot fucking harder, bro. Because a lot of I knew a lot of people were gonna be like. Like, it was, it was funny to, to some people, bro, like, that they never liked us, that, like, you know, they were like, oh, finally, like, it's over for them, and I'm like, bro, like, if you know me, it's not over for me, it's not over for him, because we were doing this before, I've known Dirty for, like, 12 years, bro, like, we, we've been friends for a long time, bro, we've always talked about doing this shit, bro, and we're doing it, 12 years later, bro, we're still doing this shit, like, I, it, it, you're gonna have to literally... Stab me to death for me to stop. You could probably even shoot me. And if I live, I'm still going to do this shit. Like, this is... I knew this was my fate. But for a long time, I was like... I don't know, not for a long time, but for like two weeks after that, I was like, what What do I do next, bro? Like, I was like, do I, do I continue just making music? Do I, do I do something else? Do I move somewhere else? Do I like... What do I, what do, I do? And I was just like... Purple. It, it just made me make music. Like, these emotions, mm-hmm. like, I didn't have any other way to, like, do anything. And I just, I made music. And that's, like, what Maserat is from when Maserat started to right now. And that's not even a whole year. It hasn't been, you haven't even seen a year of Maserat yet. So, it's like, I love, I love what happened, bro. I love that, that we're in this position and we can still see. I mean, I just saw Apollo, bro. He's doing great. He's not going to stop making music. So nobody lost, bro. Like we didn't lose. We had potential to both be bigger than, way bigger than what we were before. And the doors open, so it's like, I don't know. Like why not? You know. But it emotionally, it did. It did fuck me up a little bit, bro. Yeah. Like on myself, I was looking at myself. Like, damn, am I like, am I good enough to do this shit on my own, bro? Like, can nope. I can I do this, bro? Like I questioned myself. 
and then just like over time seeing it like seeing seeing me getting those feelings that I had when I was in the band like the same spark of what I've always had since I was recording this laundry room is just still there and I'm like bro I'm, that's undeniable bro I'm not gonna fucking quit I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give up like this is all I can do you had to really talk yourself through of course you guys had each other in that yeah. situation and then yeah, you know did. NASCAR we, is still there and so is Miyagi um, yeah I don't think like I really like I won't leave this man until I'm like 30 until you're like 30 yeah to me <laughs> that's not, not too gonna, too far away I guess we're gonna live together until we're 30 <laughs> fuck it I'm probably gonna have to live with people until I'm 30 I don't know I, man yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. When I'm when I, I hit I past thirty, like, I don't know if I want to have roommates. Like, I could have like a roommate. I don't want to live 30, alone, bro. Like I'm not gonna alone, alone, or like alone with my girl. No, I don't. I want to live like until I'm old. Until I feel like I'm old, I'm a I'm gonna be old and be alone. But like, nah, I we got a long life to live. Mm-hmm. We got a long future. Definitely. It's like, bro, we might ha- we might have to. Uh, who knows how long this is gonna take. You know, so Miyagi told me that it's better to have that journey instead of uh, the journey in one night. You know, yeah, absolutely. Because then, do you want to be legendary or do you want to go viral? So you guys kind of view it now as a learning experience. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It was definitely and, like a stepping stone. And I said we worked with Zach Touch. Like, if you know who that is, that is, that dude has worked with like some of the best bands ever. Like, I learned so much from that those moments. You know. He had Apollo's fingers bleeding. He kept saying Apollo over and over again, over and over again. Apollo's fingers were blistered under here and bleeding. Apollo hella times was like, fuck this. He walked out. Like, my my fret hand was bleeding. And, like, my fingernails were, like, scratched from, like, taking so much. How how long was the studio session? I think they had had us in there for, like, like a 10-hour studio session. 10 hours, bro. Locked in the studio. They they put us in there, and they're, like... You guys can leave, but you're, amazing. you know, you're wasting your money. So you're, oh. you're gonna be in here for ten hours, and you're gonna use up every single last minute. Yeah. And we couldn't even fuck off, and like, cause I remember when we first started coming to the studio, you know, we do it our way. We bring like a ton of weed. I'm getting a bottle of Jameson. Like, we're getting fucked up and like gonna have fun. And at that point, they're looking like, at us crazy. Bro, after three sessions in, though, we were like so exhausted that we were actually in there like working our asses off trying to get this song done so we could just like. It's a stressful that that industry style of recording is, shit, mm. man. That shit is. Mm. That shit is stressful, but I learned something from it that I can use in in my music in the way I. Do. It's a different way to live recording like that. Yeah, it's your life. Like you gotta work. You're in a room full of instruments and you're screaming and you're playing music and you're using your talents and you're just and you can't stop. You won't stop and you're just doing it. You're doing it. And you're doing it. You're making it. You're creating. You're creating. Then you're done, and then like you're like fried. It's like you you can't hear. Mm-hmm. You walk out of there, you're almost blind. <laughs> Not to mention, all of our voices are like completely pitched. And you're like, yeah. You gotta scream. Like, screaming. Like, nope, again, one more. Like, over and over again. But he's doing it because he has he so much he's care. A like, like yeah. he knows. It's like, that's this. Music is formulaic when it comes to like what's what's easier to hear for people's ears, believe it or not. It's like science. So, like, he was adding to, like, my riffs and, like, Apollo's, like, he was adding things that, like, we don't put in our music, but it, it ended up sounding really, really good, but that's some shit I learned. 
So shout out to that. So you that guys towards the end. started Kids Next Door in Charlotte. Ended up getting affiliated with, with Death Proof. Mm-hmm. Um, after, you know, NASCAR started going with them and heavy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. When did the whole Epitaph deal come in? After the first shithead tour? After the, the shithead tour. tour. we went on in 2020 before COVID. It was at a lodge room. All right, so this is what happened. And like, Brett was I, in the green room. I have a girlfriend now. I have a girlfriend now. She asked to my girlfriend, Eden Blue. I really love her so much. She's the best girlfriend ever. But... Uh, what's his nigga's name? The epitaph. Brett. 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 He. I was in. I was in the um, the green room with this girl, this lady. She was like an old lady, who really liked me. And then um, I was persuaded, but she was just like um, all up on me. And he's like, he's just like this old man, business suit, glasses on, look weird as hell, unplaced. And he's just in there sitting down, and it's just me and him and the girl all alone. And I look at him like, I I push her off. I'm like, I'm sorry, like, who are you? Like, what's your name? Like, what are you doing back here? And he's like, oh, like, I'm Bert. I'm like the head owner of Epitaph. (laughs) And then I'm like, oh, shit, what's up? Like, that's crazy. You saw NASCAR. Like, you blessed my nigga. Da 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 da. And he's like, yeah, bro, like, I'm finna see you guys go on. And I was like, oh, shit, like, we're finna go on. So, like, we, me and him walk out there, and then it's lit. Like, it's whole L.A. It's bro, that one was a crazy show. And we put, that was the last show as Candy where we wore the suits. And that was, like, that was wild. That was the last show of that tour. That was a wild show. There was a lot of people there to witness that. That was, like, 500 people there, bro. And it was, like, the room was big, but it wasn't that big. 500 is not that many people you know but 500 is a lot of people for us you know for yeah for like underground show have never performed in yeah, city. Absolutely. Well, the only other show we did in LA before that was golf from 2019 and so, that was like right before the tour right yeah yeah, it was uh, in November 1st we did so good at golf prom that's why Miyagi said you guys can come on the tour we guys were you guys um, affiliated with Death Proof at this point? Like, you affiliated, obviously, but you guys really no, Death like for this point. Well, Miyagi's in Miyagi. We're getting we're getting to know him. We're hanging out. You know, we're flying out there, staying with him, not staying with him, but we're we're out there because of him. You know, mm-hmm. NASCAR as well. He's like, yo, you guys come down. We fuck with you guys. Come down. That's what happened. So of yeah, course we're affiliated say, at that point. Yeah. After golf from, because we like yeah. we weren't even living out there. But when we when we went back, Miyagi like he made a group chat. He was like, "All right, so here's the deal." Golf prom was something I like car. I got K Beach and I got this guy Oddly, and now I got y'all. That right? was a that was a second was annual like, golf prom. And we were like, "Okay, bet, yeah, let's do it." That, Sec- that was the second golf prom. Second yeah. annual golf prom, and, and that we had Death Tour, Word. Oddly, NASCAR, Kids Next Door, K Beach as well. K Beach and who else? That was it. Um... Yeah, yeah. We probably we may, right if we're we missing right someone, if we're missing someone else, I'm sorry. Yeah, he did us a, but a big favor at that show. If we're missing someone else at that second annual golf I'm sorry, but um, that was like different for Death Proof. That was probably like the first latest Death Proof show, or like first successful, really plan. I don't know, but I know, if, I know for sure, I know for sure Miyagi is really proud of that second annual golf prom because. 
that had a whole different. I don't know. I can't say it because I'm not really sure. Was but the best one here. Yeah. Know. That shit was insane. We had a big old pit. Like there was so many people there. We did an escape park. Buddy with the flamethrower came back. We were all selling merch. This man had a flamethrower. Yeah. There was a half pipe that people were skating. You could smoke in there. They had a little bar. Like it was. It was perfect, bro. That's lit. It was yeah, like the best underground show. Free, like, huh? Yeah, it was definitely free. Yeah, like, bro. So after you guys did like, the who show. Who is doing that, bro? Who is throwing free, like, fun shows like that, you know? Yeah. Like, that's a goal. Like, I I want to be, like, I want to have enough money to, like, rent out somewhere huge and just throw a free show. Like a big yeah, ass You don't see a lot show. of free shows anymore. I definitely want to do one. I know we talked about one in the last interview. Yeah, I was about to say in the last interview we did. But like, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, we um, got to, bro. No, let's, next time you guys are out here, let me know. Yes, we'll fucking, we'll, we'll make some shake. That's um, pretty rare. We're in Charlotte right now, by the way. Oh, yeah, we Charlotte, are in Charlotte. North Carolina, right not LA. We are back home. I'm in my mother's house. I was born here in Charlotte, North Carolina. If you know. I was born in North Carolina. So after that show you guys do with the suits, to backtrack a little bit, the Epitaph hit you up after that? Huh? After you guys met Brett from Epitaph, you guys did this show with the suits. Like, that was your last one. You they hit up Miyagi. Yeah, did they hit, hit you up Miyagi after that? Day after. I remember he actually, I was outside with my prior girl that I was with. I don't even want to say she, she could have been. She probably was my girlfriend. I don't know. But yeah, the girl that I was with, and he came up to me, and I just smashed a plate. I can't remember that dude's name, but I just smashed <coughs> a plate of food in somebody's face. He, like, told me to, like, on some weird shit. He was like, smash it in my face, bro. I was like, okay. And then he came up. Brett literally came right up to me, and I was like, oh. My son. Like, What's up? He was like, hey, Brett Gerwitz, nice to meet you. And I was like, <laughs> I got food all over my hands and shit. What's up, bro? <laughs> And it was like, I don't know, it was cool because nah, not cool. even a week later, he had Miyagi. He was like, and Miyagi came downstairs to the garage one morning. And he was like, yeah, Brett's like talking about y'all nonstop in my messages right now. Like, get, be, be prepared for him to like offer up a deal to y'all. And he did. Like, the contract took forever, bro. That that DocuSign shit, the, the COVID contract shit dude that shit took like three four months yeah we did it we didn't even have officially be signed we didn't even have a meeting with that guy we've never like yo after that show months after we actually signed the contract after said welcome to epitaph after that show we never met that nigga ever again damn now after um after everything went south because next door what was your relationship like with them now are you guys still technically signed to them in a sense no no it was just kids next door yeah yeah, kids next door is and i think a a lot of the contracts were like voided because we were going to drop two new singles and then that was no like i i don't know what the deal is with that but brett fucks with us whenever whenever as as like dirty butt and maserat brett fucks with us comes back like and makes that money like or i mean it I don't know if it already has. The contract's over, though. So we're fine, you know? But Brett has hit Miyagi up before and been like, oh, it's great to see them both making music. Um, but, yeah, that's our relationship with Brett. He, he sees us. I know you see us, Brett. <laughs> I know you do. He's paying attention. So, like, slow burn is important. Yeah. The, like, what I've kind of noticed with artists and stuff, more or less... The longer it takes for you to come up with the, the 
I wouldn't say the longest road, but if you gotta gotta work a little hard, it takes a little bit, you're gonna have a longer career. People who just shoot up, they have nothing to follow up with. Yeah. They're like, oh shit, I made this one hot song, and now I have no idea what the fuck to do. You know what I mean? I can't recreate that. people don't know that person yet, and it's like, I, I, that's why I say, like, I, I'm starting to understand, like, the later and later it gets, and I, of course, I mean, that's what comes with just maturing and getting old, but like, Bro, music, music is different, you know, music is a lot different now, like, there's people that have been listening yeah, to my music landscape. since I was, like, 17, bro, so, like, they've watched me grow as a human being, bro, like, they're, they, for real, they've watched me grow into an adult, I just, arc- I just, like, unarchived a bunch of my posts on Instagram, and I started posting on Dirty Butt on 2016, and it was just drawings of, like, you know, right before I started drawing for like Zillicami and Trippy Red, like drawings before then. Like I think it's drawings from when the first drawing is when. How old are you when you're six? I mean, how what grade are you in when you're sixteen? Is Charlotte like, like a sophomore? Yeah, yeah, like freshman year is when I started that. Um, we both didn't graduate. You're like I, 18 I, I, didn't, I didn't graduate. Yeah. I graduated, I think I was 18. I dropped out when I was Maybe 16, barely. like 17. Yeah, we both dropped out when we were 16. So we, none, you guys, none of you guys finished high school? I don't think I knew that. I think I, I think I actually remember, do, remember talking to yeah, you guys about this. Yeah, dirty, no, we have not finished high school. Damn. To sum up that story for the new ones, I convinced my mom to let me leave school because I did cover art for big rappers and I think that that was something for my future. And then after a couple of more months, I convinced Mozzie to make music with me. And then we convinced Mozzie's mom to enroll him from school. And then and we were free. My mom was not sure. Bro, I'm telling you, my mom was so unsure of that decision that she made. She thought she was like the worst mother for such a long time and now my relationship with my mom is just like I don't know it's just super strong bro bro it makes me so proud to see you guys' relationship and back then is because like we really had to convince her like she was just a very responsible mom and she's just like what the fuck like hell no you're not for yeah. me no fucking rapper mozzie like I mean well Ryan like from her perspective <laughs> it's kind of hard to like see it like you know you guys do you know what I mean she had to come to a couple shows and like just even just her every, every oh yeah day. one of her real first shows was with my mom too yeah both of our moms came to our Greensboro show on the uh, shit shithead tour when we were still in k and and they were like what the fuck like whoa cause that was a big show you know they were mm-hmm. like that was one of the first shows that NASCAR came back to from leaving mm-hmm. North Carolina that was like his first North Carolina show in, in a while in 2020 but yeah that was the first time my mom saw the show, and now, I mean, gradually she's just become more, like, she started to understand that this is not, like, a phase for me, and, mm-hmm. like, now she's just, she's supportive, you know? She still worries, because she's a mother, but, like, she knows what I'm going to do for my career, no matter how long it takes. Yeah. Now, I remember you told me, uh, when we were talking on FaceTime the other day, you had to come back early this year, because you were going through something, and, you know, your mom was very there for was you know there yeah. for you so shout out to her being very supportive exactly I can I have a, good, a really good relationship <laughs> with my mom man I can talk to her for real now you know but how is it how hard is it you know as an artist because you, what you guys do isn't isn't like 
it's not an everyday thing. You know what I mean? It's very, you know what I mean? Hard to explain to people, you know, how this stuff kind of works. People who don't really don't Bro, understand. If we, like, but we, we work every day, like... We make music every single no, but day. I'm but we, saying, can't, we can't do that shit. We try to do that shit, and it's so hard. Like, if we try to yeah. do our best to stay healthy, like... Yeah. Mental health, especially. Bro, I'm telling you, when I get, like, in a music binge, it's like... Sometimes it's fun. Oh, but it's, it's only bad. More fun when like the homies are around. And, like we make music together, and like that's what happens when normally when I'm making when I'm on someone's song or there's a feature. I'm just having fun. I'm down to do it. But like on a real session, like I'll me and Abby will sit in that room and I'll play every instrument and make him record me for hours, bro. And sometimes I'll just be so just feeling so much shit that it's like, bro, I'm sorry, Abby. You you gotta get off Tarkov. You gotta stop playing the game. I need you right now, like. Or I'm about to just have a mental breakdown. But like Avi, he loves that. He loves that. Don't yeah, get no, us he, wrong. He like. Bro, Avi engineered every single song off purple. And the new song I just dropped yesterday. Avi is the fucking man. And he used to come with us every time we went and saw Zach Tush or any of those nice studios we went to. And he learned everything there. He learned how to use Pro Tools. He learned how to mix. Avi is the truth. He's he the makes future. beats. He's he a is producer. He is one of he should be one of the most respected artists like ever. I'm serious. I mean that. I hold Abby to like a, a way higher standard than me. His Same guy, here. His Same here. Is crazy. Abby records all of my songs. I have another engineer now, but Abby ha Abby is my god. We create these sounds, bro, and it really makes these kids react. And they just do things without thinking. You know? They're not thinking at that moment of like Absolutely. rage. It's like it's a sometimes it's not it's it's a rage is a wrong word for like shows because real rage is something evil but like they're wilding out they're having fun they're jumping sometimes they they get hurt like they fall they slip water a older dude little little kid you know like sometimes that shit doesn't match up and they get unlucky like then, then, then there's other kids who go to that shit to get hurt, and they're like, "Yes, <laughs> yeah, those weird ass kids." Bro, they're like, "I paid." The same exact show that dude that let um, NASCAR kick him. That was in Dallas too, right? This man punched the of kids fans, across the United States. The amount of the, yeah, the amount of fans like that want to get punched by people. artists is ridiculous. Yeah, no, like watch NASCAR like punch like fifty people. But as an industry, I would like artists to just realize that these fans really do listen to every word you say. They will listen to you, whether it's 100 fans or 100,000. Like, you like, do have I'm, some sort of control. Yeah, we're not, I'm not them. Like, we're not them. So I don't, but music is, it, music does influence me a lot, you know? Mm -hmm. Especially, like, hardcore music and, like, metal music. Like, I, I, it moves me. I mean, like, I, I'm always in the pit. But, like, some people, like, music really is saving their life. Like, just Absolutely. listening to it. And it's like, it has for me when I was younger, too. So, I always gotta, like, keep that in mind. This is, like, saving someone's fucking life. Right yeah, a lot of people now. live Whether through what you like guys do. it's, super emotional or just fucking... Like, a lot of people live through what you guys do. A lot of people attach to a song or associate songs with memories of what they do throughout the day. You know what I mean? And even when they're they're having a bad time in life or not mentally in the best place, they attach those emotions to the songs you guys make. You know what I mean? So, it's just, I'm glad you guys are taking it seriously, but we're uh, about an hour in now. Do you guys have anything else you want to add? Analog, core, core, analog, core, core.
And um, I don't know if this, when is this coming out? Well, let's, let's get all right, it better come yeah, out before February. It better come out before February. Way before February. Probably will come out before the end. Of the year. All right, so um, if so it comes like out before year. February, New Year's Eve that would be a good treat. I feel like New Year's would be a treat. New Year's would be a good little. New Year's. A good little treat. We could do that. Let's do it. We could fucking do that. But, yeah, um, he's got a new album coming out on his birthday, February. So new album and. Basically, I've been like thinking a lot, staying up all night, and it's gonna be the biggest thing I've ever worked on. That's it. And then, hopefully, after this, this can start the real, true creative director I want to be. So, what do you guys? What do you guys want to do outside of music? I'm gonna do anything I fucking want. We're gonna do everything. I act now. I just got casted for this. Um, I don't know if I can say that. Beep. <laughs> Type I, I signed a contract. I'm honestly the author. <laughs> okay, I can't say what I'm on, but I'm an actor now. And model. And I'm model. This Cover artist. Cover artist. Clothing artist. Well, that's on the low. You know, I design clothes. I really like clothes low-key. Recently, I like the new streetwear. I've been trying to get into streetwear, okay? But I don't want to be some uh, fashion model nigga. I don't want to be no fashion model nigga. I'll, you know, I want to keep it my direction no matter what. But That's important. For a little bit, I might have to like do whatever I get casted for, but I'll, hopefully it doesn't last. Hopefully that doesn't, you know, like fuck up my image. Him and his girl be making some sick ass clothes, though. Hey, I'm not gonna lie, I gotta say that they be making some sick ass hats. And clothing is going a lot. Well, people who really pay attention to clothing are really going towards the one on one shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They love mm-hmm. the cut and sew. They love the one on ones. Like you know, NFTs, like NFTs. Here. Yo, and if the one of one huge right now. I'm not gonna get this into it, but that's just like an, an example. <laughs> this man literally made almost like 25 racks off fucking NFTs. I'm not even True. fucking playing with you. I have a whole tattoo sleeve on that man behind the, the camera. Whole leg. Oh, literally. Drew got this Drew got the Drew first right cult classic tattoo. Yo. I did that man. I did those tattoos for that man when I was struggling. Bro, he's got he has got my tattoo and his tattoo on him right mm. now. Bro, he got the cult classic logo before I All did. All three of us. Before he, he was even before he was even up in the in cult classic. Before I even really knew who he was. Bro, round of applause for Drew, bro. And look at him putting in some work. Now he's putting in work. Oh, this God. man is literally like half. Very deserved. Very right. deserved. Well deserved. Wouldn't, this man has been around a long, long time. Really wouldn't be here having this conversation without Drew. He put in the work to like like my my thing happen, you know what I mean? Obviously you guys be doing your thing, but this specific interview, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he really put the work in to get us here. Well this at is this, moment. this is a past so, dude. You know, this shout out to Drew. To we love Drew. Love yeah, him. I never thought I'd have an interview in the last fucking We're getting close to it. Alright, we gotta we gotta we gotta we gotta end this right now. Um, how, how are we gonna end it? Uh, well, first thing I'm gonna say, I just dropped a song last night. It's called I've been going through a lot of shit. Self-explanatory. I dropped an album like two months ago. It's called Purple. Self-explanatory. Go listen to that shit. 
Shouts out to NASCAR, shouts out Miyagi, shouts out to Adley, shouts out to Silas, shouts out to Abby, shouts out to Koa, shouts out to Justin, shouts out to Ryan, shouts out to Ryan. Shouts out to Dean, shouts out to Tyson, shouts out to Nilo, shouts out to Rake, shouts out to Josiah, shouts out to Lil Darky, shouts out to R, shouts out to Eden, shouts out to my baby girl, shouts out to my mama, shouts out to my daddy, shouts out to Drew, shouts out to the mama Margie, shouts out to all of my supporters. Shout out everybody. You literally just shouted out the people that I was like. You, you did that Shout out Spider Gang Shout out Little bro main guy Shout out, shout out, out so Rest in peace XSX Tentacion Cause he Inspired me to do all this shit And shout out to Cult Classic I love you Bye Thank you Love you guys That's a wrap We're gonna talk again Very soon That's a fucking wrap Definitely